Welcome to the Local Market Monopoly Podcast. This is actually episode uno. Uh, there was one episode before this, but uh, you know how you can record a podcast and then you know say, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this podcasting thing." You record an episode, and then about six seven months later, you say, "Hey, I should probably record another episode." That's exactly what has happened here. But I have been challenged to do a podcast episode every single day for 365 days. And so, you know, being the competitive person I am, I'm like, hey, deal, I did, I'm gonna do it, I got it. So this is episode one, and what we're gonna be doing is chronicling the takeover of a local market with, what else, marketing. Talking about digital, print, outdoor advertising. Basically, we're gonna take over the market and, um, you know, with my business. And I'm also going to chronicle the strategies of some of the some of the the best, most successful business owners within their local markets. Could be could be here where I'm at. Could be uh, you know somewhere in San Diego. I don't. I, it doesn't matter to me if they are winning in their market. They are owning the block. I want to know how they're doing it, and I want to know what they're doing it, and I want to put it to use. Don't you? Absolutely. So let me tell you a little bit about me and where I, uh, where I comes from. Um, I'm up here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And, uh, I got, uh, actually I was a radio DJ for a long time. Started from 2 AM to 5 AM back when you had to actually be there. It wasn't digital. You had to, no matter if it was a snowstorm outside or ice. I remember, I, I remember I was a, I was a fresh young new DJ and I called my assistant program director because you know in Oklahoma it gets it gets kind of snowy not like in New York but you know it gets icy I said man bruh I'm on the other side of town I don't think I can make it in and he said well don't ever ever come back (laughs) (laughs) Ah, a b yep and uh that's his name and uh guess who made it to work you know, and that's when I found out that rain, sleet, or snow, just like the mail, the DJ must be there. So I uh, spent quite a few uh, uh, years in DJ uh, in radio, about 10 years, made it uh, up the dial. And it eventually on another radio station, ended up becoming the program director and, and then found out that radio is not always fun. Radio is not about the music. Actually, it's only about the music until... Uh, to the commercials. The music's there just to hold your interest until we can play a commercial and make some money. And so that's when I ran into advertising. All right. So um, just like all good radio people, I got uh, uh, released <laughs> at some point and ended up uh, waiting tables. And that was when, I mean, it's like, like the best thing that it, that happened to me. Actually, at the time, it was the absolute worst thing that happened to me. But I did not pay attention in school. I wanted to be an entertainer, so I did not graduate. And after school, got into a little bit of trouble, and uh, that even that put me further and further behind go. So um, finally got through all that, and here I am, thirty something years old, waiting tables. Can you believe it? Not knowing what I'm going to do. And um, my uh, my mother-in-law, she was my mother-in-law at the time. She was my girlfriend's mom, but. Uh, she treated me like a son still. She gave, she introduced me to um, network marketing. And, you know, well, uh, you know, all the stigma aside, I credit being in that business 
as what got me started on the path of personal development. Because the very first book that they gave me, guess what it was? It was Think and Grow Rich by this, uh, this guy named Napoleon Hill. Never heard of him? Did not think that you could grow rich? Thought you had to hustle to do that? Uh, legal or illegal, <laughs> whatever you need to do. But uh, in this case, I'm waiting tables and I, I, I really try not to do anything illegal, uh, but uh, uh, think and grow rich. So so they kind of taught me that, uh, you know, you could kind of look ahead and you can design your your life, you know. And the book that really hit me with that was a book called um, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. I, I, I carry copies of this book and I give this book away because it was that monumental at that point in my life. You know, think about it. I'm waiting tables. I don't know anything about business. I don't know anything about, um, you know, what I'm going to do. All I knew was entertainment. Didn't necessarily want to go to a bigger market, but either way, in the slight edge, there's one passage where he says, read 10 pages of a good book a day and it will change your life. He didn't say 10 pages of the good book. You should probably do that. Except for 10 pages takes a long time in the good book. You know, it's kind of sometimes hard to get 10 minutes. But 10 pages a day of a life-changing book would change your life. And I thought, eh, mm, I don't know about that. But I started doing it, and I'll be dad gone. Uh, every day that I came into work, put on that apron, things looked a little rosier. <laughs> Tips got even a little bit, a little bigger, you know, probably because I was a little more cheerful. You know, people be like, what are you, what, why are you smiling all the time? And in my mind, I started thinking, well, I'm not going to be here very much longer. And so uh, that's when I got in, in um, introduced into network marketing. And of course, you know, we started doing some uh, pretty, pretty good things. Uh, started with my brother, who was uh, ignorant enough to sign up just for no reason. And uh, his wife, uh, and in, we were in my living room. We grew from that to where we were doing. Um, uh, we grew from that. We went to the back room of a of a uh, Denny's. Was up up here on Memorial. Uh, then we uh, that held about uh, I'm gonna say about 40 people. Uh, no, we didn't get 40 people in there. We got probably 30 people in there. And of course, as long as we bought bacon and eggs, you know that they didn't mind. Um, then we got bigger than that and ended up going to a Golden Corral. They had a meeting room for 100. And uh, right after that, finally got a call from good old corporate. And they said, you know what you need? You need one of them there hotel rooms so that we can send everybody from the region to your meeting. I thought, OK. The only problem with this was I was not I did not know that you needed to develop leaders. Right. I was um, setting it up myself, me and my wife. Dragging up the projector, setting up the the uh, slides, burning them at my house. <clears throat> so I got burnt out. And I thought, you know, I'm going to find out how to do this online. I got to meet people online. I can't do this belly to belly anymore. Did I tell you that I'm introverted? I think you probably put that together if I spent 10 years in a room with a microphone. That's, that's <laughs> you know, right up my alley. So... I uh, went to, I told my wife, hey, I'm going to figure out this weekend, I'm not going to do anything. This weekend, I'm going to figure out how to get leads online. Well, it took me four years 
to figure that out. I'm coming out of the room after four years. I wasn't in the room for four years, but it felt like it. Big beard, Android dust. But I figured out how to generate a lead online. <laughs> I call this guy back like, oh my goodness. You actually entered your information. I'm sure he was scared. He was like, what the heck did I just do? But anyway, I figured out how to do it. And uh, found out making money online was a little easier than network marketing. So, so that's what I ended up doing. And, um, you know, I got a call from uh, a lady saying she wanted to sell rubber bands. And it just so happened that I knew how to market online. So that company was called Zany Bands. And we did about $40 million. Helped them do, I, I didn't do 40 million. They did 40 million, but I was the only person doing their digital marketing. So it was working. $40 million worth. I remember um, they were pitching a big deal and uh, she said, uh, uh, the, the guy called and said, hey, you're number one online for this product, so let's go ahead and do it. And I thought, man, I did that. So it was really cool. Uh, I got to enjoy having a product on The View and Ellen and uh, Good Morning America, Al Roker, all these people were, were talking about the product. It was it was pretty cool. It was stressful, but it was, it was pretty cool. And um, ended up doing some campaigns for... Salvation Army, Christian Brothers Automotive, uh, end up consulting uh, Marble Slab Creamery. Uh, so had some success with uh, with digital marketing. But one thing, one thing kept happening is we'd have these wildly successful campaigns, wildly successful. But at some point, they would always fizzle out. And I'd lose the gig. Rightfully so, though. If you're not making the phone ring and you're not making sales, um, you know, they, they, they're they just, not just going to pay you just to be paying you. So this would happen over and over again that we'd make this campaign and it would die. So, you know, I just kind of was like, what's happening? And, and if you can imagine my income, my revenue is going up and down, up and down, up and down as well. Driving my wife crazy, driving me crazy because, you know, you can't really support your family with um, unstable revenue. You know, it's feast and famine. So I'm like, man, what do I do? So I guess it was, I don't know, a couple of years ago. No, it wasn't. I wouldn't even give it a couple of years ago. This, ha this happened for so long. We'd run face campaign, Facebook campaigns. We had a Facebook campaign that uh, for a chiropractor that ran for a year, almost doubled the guy's business, and then it just stopped working, right? And then he left. And I thought, what the heck? Well, then I ran into this guy named uh, Mike Cooch, who shows me, teaches me about marketing systems, right? Marketing systems beat one-off campaigns all day long. When I say marketing systems, meaning it's predictable, predictable marketing systems. And there's really four, okay, there's five marketing systems that really make up everything. There's reputation, reach, repeat sales, referrals, and actually retargeting all, on all four levels. But those ended up being the marketing systems. And so what I thought is, you know what, if I can 
implement these marketing systems and stack them on top of each other where they're perpetual. Meaning you have a you have a reputation authority getting system, not necessarily a campaign, but a system that is constantly running. Then we found out you could you could increase growth by like 25% on just one system and it'd be predictable. Well, guess what they did to my client's revenue? It made their revenue steady, which made my revenue steady. So that, my friend, five R's is really what uh, we started implementing in this uh, umbrella of local market monopoly is basically creating these five marketing systems and implementing those for a client. And it's been killing it. And so that's really what started this whole podcast idea was how can I help more people implement those five systems, the the strategies that are that are in there and who else is doing this and how are they implementing that? You know, reputation is like not only just your reviews, but videos, case studies, testimonials. Uh, you know, reach is, is getting more people to know about you today than did yesterday, every single day. What systems do you have in place? That's when people typically think about digital marketing of AdWords, SEO, Facebook ads, stuff like that. Repeat sales. What is your email follow up like? How do you get more people to buy from you more often through email, through text? Uh, you know, uh, then uh, your referral systems. Typically, every business builds on Referrals, they build by referrals right now. That's typically how how people grow their business, right? But it's really the smallest part of the triangle. If you imagine a triangle, uh, the base of that is going to be reputation. Then you go up just a little bit more. There's your uh, there's your reach because you should build your reputation first. Because if you go out and you do AdWords and all that stuff and you have a, a horrible reputation, you're basically just increasing your demise, right? So you want to have your reputation uh, first, then up there a little bit on this triangle, you have your reach and then go up a little bit more. You have your referral system, your uh, repeat sales, and then just that little tiny tip of the iceberg is your referrals. Now where the retargeting fits, if you want to put a, a, uh, an outline around the entire triangle, that's where your retargeting fits because you want to retarget people throughout the throughout every single system. You want to move them from every single system. And guess what happens at this very top when people refer people to you? They go online and look for you, which puts them at their at your reputation. So a, a new customer, new client, new patient, run, they first they look at your reputation and then you reach out to get them. They become a customer, client, patient, then you then you get them, you give them more, uh, you get repeat sales from you, from them, and then you ascend them up that ladder and get them to refer people to you. That's the way it works. Local market monopoly. So in my quest to find out how to, um, how to stabilize my client's revenue and my revenue uh, created this local market monopoly system, strategy, framework, whatever you want to call it. 
And that's what we're going to cover. Designing and stacking hyper-local marketing systems. That's what we're going to do. That's local business success. This, my friend, is going to be local market monopoly. Where we are going to own the block. No idea how I'm going to sign this off, but that, that was weak. That was super duper weak. We'll try again tomorrow. <laughs>